Invisibility is something that is way too common amongst women all over the world, no matter where we live. But what if we told you that you could banish your invisibility once and for all and become invincible? Then today, join us because we're going to be talking to some incredible women action takers who've moved from being invisible to becoming invincible. Stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back. just joining us welcome this is a very 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 special edition of the writer's corner live show i'm your host Brigitte limbanda from cape town in south africa and our stream is made possible by Streamyard, creative edge and be live media if you are joining us on facebook twitter amazon live and on linkedin a very warm welcome this is an interactive show and uh, your comments the comments are being monitored um so we will, if, you, if you're brand new to the show, if you've never watched it before, feel free to type new in the comments and we can give you a shout out to welcome you. In today's show, we're going to be talking to women action takers who have moved from being invisible to invincible. And this has been a journey for most women. So for almost every single one of us, it's meant stepping out of our comfort zone to tell our stories. And we want to share that with the world. And we're doing a, our book launch today. So I'm not going to waste any more time and bring on these phenomenal ladies. Let's give them all a very warm welcome, shall we? Ladies, it's absolutely magical to share the space with you. A very, very, very warm welcome. And, um, you know, I am just bursting to talk to all of you, but I think I'm going to first ask Linda to set the tone for the conversation because this was your brainchild. And um, so tell us a little bit, you know, the book, tell us where the idea came from the book. Um, who you are, and how you surrounded yourself with these magical women we are all sharing the screen with. Awesome, Brigetti. First of all, thank you so much for having us. You know, it's my honor and pleasure to be here amongst such great women. And you know, bringing together these women to get, it's just incredible because the stories, the book is titled, you know, Invisible No More, Invincible Forevermore. I must have my green screen on, weird, uh, but Invisible No More, Invincible Forevermore, where they share their stories of going from feeling invisible to feeling invincible. Were they invisible? That's 
for you to decide when you read their chapters. So this book, Invisible No More, Invincible Forevermore, came to me about two years ago. I woke up about three o'clock in the morning and I had this title in my head and I said, I got to do something with this. So I started reaching out to some of the women I know and I said, you know, do you have a story of ever feeling invisible? And many of them said yes. And I said, awesome, because you are an invincible woman. So let's go forward and let's share your story. And this is a compilation of 29 women sharing that story to inspire and motivate you to take action, to moving out of that space of invisibility into the space of invincibility and living the rest of your life with no regrets, doing what you want to do in your life. So thank you so much for having us here, Virgetti. Truly appreciate appreciate you. I'm out of breath. I'm so excited. <laughs> it is It is just so phenomenal. You know, I'm very excited that the, we're launching the book as, and I think it's number one in five categories right now, isn't it? It's Which, not number one in five. It has, yes, it's been number one in five categories. We did a fake launch, a, fa a false launch on Tuesday of last week and hit number five in five categories. And we stayed number one, number one in five categories and stayed number one for three and a half days. So that was really cool. Today's our official launch day. And I said, you know what, let's still do it. Let's, let's go for the launch again and let's hit number one again. Why not? You know, it doesn't just stop because you hit number one once you just keep going. And these are women action takers. And they all said, yes, let's go and let's do it. So let's do it, ladies. Let's make it happen. You can get the book at Invincible forevermore.com. Buy it on Amazon. It's available for 99 cents on Kindle or $14.99 for paperback. And that's US prices. So you got to do the conversion. But it's really an amazing book sharing their stories. Absolutely. And and the reason we want to ask you to go and buy a copy of the book is that 100% of the proceeds are going to a phenomenal cause called Dress for Success. It's a nonprofit charity, which means that we are empowering other women. So this is your opportunity. You know, August is still Women's Month. So reach out, um, get a copy of the book. It's only 99 cents, the 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 um the ebook. And you are making a donation to uplifting other women. You know, there's no better, there's no other cause that's better than helping um women. Being able to to lift other women as we rise, I think is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we can have a bit of a round robin. So each of, if each one of you can tell us, you know, what your name is, where you're from, and um, and what the title, what the chapter is that in in the book that you've written. Kathy, can we start with you? Sure. Thank thank you very much for having us. This is a, an exciting day for all of us. Even though we did it, did it last week, we'll do it again. And now it's the official day. So thank you. I'm Kathy Dirksen. My company is Inspired Tenacity. I am in Vancouver, Canada. So on the west coast of Canada. I think I'm one of the few. I think there's two of us from Canada that are in the book. And yeah, the whole focus of my work right now is helping women to lift each other and create a life they love. The actual mission of my company is to create a cycle of wealth and success among women around the world. So doing this book and having these talks is a perfect way to kind of get that message out there and really help women to lift each other and create a more positive, encouraging world. And I think this whole group of women has been such an amazing team too. We've come together and... <laughs> 
<laughs> done all sorts of projects now. We've got a whole bunch more coming up, so stay tuned. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Totally looking forward to um, to see where we can go with this book, you know, and just we're on a roll um, as it is. And, you know, a we're on a roll to inspire other women. And if you just inspire one woman, you know, I know I've been inspired by each of your stories has lifted me tremendously. You know, we, we had a, a conversation the other day about the book and I totally broke down because I was feeling so uh, emotional about sharing the space, about sharing my story, about hearing your stories. Um, it's, it's just powerful to be able to do that. Um, Michelle, can you introduce yourself? Good morning, I'm Michelle O'Neill, and my chapter is Hiding in Plain Sight. Sometimes we think... Uh, that we're out there and the world knows who we are, but we find out that that's not the case. We are hiding in plain sight. And that's one of the things that I do and why my company's here. I am so honored to be on the stage with so many phenomenal women. So thank you for gracing the stage with me. You're awesome, awesome stories. Um, my company, Mastering Your Monday is all about um, combating that overwhelm and having intentional, purposeful actions for creating that lifestyle and life that you want. And that's what this is about, is getting from under all that baggage and that stuff we're, we've dealt with in the past and being invincible. And I feel invincible being here on the stage with each one of you. So we've got this. Absolutely, absolutely do have this um, in the bag. And, you know, the more we share um, our stories, and as I listen, I was listening to, um, I think it was Crystal earlier, and she was sharing um, about how she was the eldest in the family and getting blamed for everything. And I thought, that's me. I relate to that. Was it Christy? Was it you? Okay, Christy, you're up next. Tell, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Thank you so much, Bridget. <laughs> I can't believe something I said was heard. That, that just kind of amazes me because this is so new. Uh, I'm Christy Boyd Johnson. I'm the owner of Turtle Sea Books, and I live in San Diego. And uh, uh, the, my chapter's name is Ghost, uh, which is sort of an ironic ironic name that I named it because I was a teacher for many years and as a teacher uh, you I was pretty much of a ghost because my classes were all about my kids not about me so I felt very invisible it was all about them and and then I was a ghostwriter to supplement my income <laughs> so <laughs> I've written over 30 books now for other people and so it's time for me to come out and do but Brigitte, you said something about comfort zone, which which made me think that, you know, for me, it was more that the discomfort had to get so bad that I was willing to face whatever would come in order to get myself out of that abuse situation that I was married to. And when I, when I left and got out of that, uh, I was willing to do whatever I had to do, and it was the best thing I ever did because... It, you just reclaim your life and reclaim your soul almost. And it's just the best thing ever. So 
This journey with all these amazing women, finding out how many of us are on that journey and are rediscovering who we are. It's just been, the words are amazing and phenomenal and unbelievable and, and it's just wonderful. So thank you so much. Wow, Christy, you know, just listening to you there and, um, you know, I relate to what you said again. I, you know, I have been through points in my life where I felt so hurt that breathing was painful. You know, it, it hurt so much in my chest that, you know, just just being was was hurtful. Um, you know, and I don't think people who hurt us understand what they are doing. You know, it it literally it, it literally takes your breath away that people can hurt you uh, in ways that you cannot even imagine is possible. Um, you know, so thank you for sharing your story. Sherry, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you so much, Bridgette. I, I appreciate being here. And wow, these incredible women. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I wish everybody watching knew each and every one of these wonderful women. So it's interesting. My journey is slightly different. And, and I actually didn't even realize until the book was launched that <laughs> my story that I tell in here is actually slightly different than the other uh, ladies' stories. Because I actually, uh, mine is three steps to stand up and stand out. And that's actually what I do is I help women stand up and stand out, which is why the title from invisible to invincible, just, it struck a chord with my soul, like deep down, like, cause this is like what I'm so passionate about is helping you fall in love with you. Right. And standing up and standing out so that you can be seen and that you can be heard because you are valuable, whatever way that is today. And I say, you know, I want you to fall in love with you and understand that you are an unrepeatable miracle exactly as you are. No qualifiers. You don't have to, you know, lose weight or do this or do that. You're awesome exactly as you are. And so this, process for me has been really an interesting one. And when I was writing, I actually had to go pretty far back in time to actually tap that spot where I realized, I guess that is the word that it was. I was invisible. I lived in a home with domestic violence and I did shrink. I was I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to get in that fray. You know, I didn't want to be part of it. So um I, I just, you know, it's kind of made me dig down and rethink, but I actually sort of am impassioned about the process of from that invisible to invincible. I'm like really solution oriented. So like my story is sort of more my, the journey of uh, finding self and, and moving out and up. Uh, so um, I, I am just in awe of the people that I am in this book with. So salute you all of you it's 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 so emotional for me because i am just so amazed at everyone's journey in this book and i'm so proud to be a co-author with all of you sherry that is amazing thank you so much for sharing um your story i just want to back up a bit and go back to what christy said about feeling like you're a ghost 
um because I, I was trying to figure out why you called your chapter ghost but now i do um you know i think i think at some point in our lives we've all felt like a ghost like we're invisible we're there you know there's there are times i mean it might surprise a lot of people because you know to most people i have a i personally am a very outgoing yeah i'm a people person but you know in that process of being a people person i have also been hurt many many times um you know and and people kind of think well you know you you've got an outgoing personality you'll get over it very very quickly you know i i think my greatest regret in life now is is the amount of time that i spent feeling hurt um you know i i got to the point where i realized why did i hand that power to other people to decide how i would be feeling for so many years that's really my biggest regret in life that i didn't own my power and and hand why did i hand my feelings to other people on a silver platter for so many years and that's my message to people now is to say you know you can own your feelings don't allow someone else to take away your inner happiness your space because it's the one thing um that you can control you know our mind is a lot more powerful than we think um you know things i've i one my one of my favorite sayings is that i will not be defined by things because you can lose everything around you you guys live in places where you have hurricanes and all kinds of funny stuff where you know your home can physically be taken away from you and and wrecked um you know or i can lose my home due to financial crisis or business or whatever and i have always for years felt very strongly i will not be defined by things around me my happy space is in my head regardless of what i have or what i own and if that's how you want to measure me we won't be friends you know be friends with me because you like me as a person not what i have or what i don't have because that is not how i measure friendships before i get all teary here um <laughs> Dolores, would you like to introduce yourself? You know what? You you and I are the cry sisters, right? When we get together in person, like you and I will bring our own box of tissue because we just we just let it flow. And um, but what an honor. And you know what I am really thinking about is the sense of community that uh, all of the contributing authors. Uh, headed by Linda, um, that we do feel this community. And it is, it, it is like a bonus blessing that I never imagined. I just was writing the story for me. And then it blossomed into uh, this community of authors. Amazing. But you know what? You know what I'm really feeling is it is now blossoming even further to include all of 
all of these beautiful humans that have invested in buying our book and reading these stories. And I want, I really would like to make that formal invitation that all of our readers really do come into this community of invincibility is um, I really identified with the word invisible when I bought into this project. I hoped I could turn into an invincible person. I desired it. I dreamt about it. I was like, oh, I like that. And, and that's what I would like to invite our readers to do also. Read it with the hope that you too can feel invincible and um, be included in this community. I thank all of my people that I know personally that have invested and supported me and this book. And then I just want to extend it out to the whole entire globe who has, um, you made us number one. We showed up and then you showed up. That's a beautiful collection, don't you think? No, I, um, I really think that women showing up for other women is a beautiful thing. As I said earlier, you know, being able to lift other women as we rise is amazing. We don't have to step on each other's toes. You know, we're all mothers. We're all sisters. Um, you know, we're nurturers. We've, you know, we've, we've got this. We really don't have to join the crowd or the ranks of people who feel that they need to step on each other's toes um, to get ahead. You know, we've, we've, all, we've all been through life. Um, we've all been hurt. We've all felt unloved at some point by the people who've, who've disappointed us. And we've learned through experience that love is bigger than this. Love wins every single time. The next lady I'd like to invite to introduce herself um, is Misty. Misty, could you introduce yourself, please? Hi, beautiful women. Hello, lovelies. My name is Misty Lane. I'm down here on the Texas-Louisiana border. Just, just barely missed Hurricane Ida. Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> Well, very glad that you're okay. Yes, thank you. Okay, so I'll share about my chapter in the book is, is titled You Changed Me. And it, it's so, you know, I actually, I, I had such a long journey in my life of self-discovery. And it's unfortunate sometimes we have to, to rake ourselves over the coals. A lot of us have things that happen to us in life that, that isn't by our own choice. And some of us have things where we we just screwed up. We made some bad decisions. We didn't respect those moments of choice and, and recognize that they were going to affect us the rest of our lives. And I'm one of those. I've had some things that, that I did that, um, you know, were terrible decisions and affected my lifetime. And then during those times, I, I had some things happen to me as consequences. So, I mean, it's it's a balance and a mixture of all of it. But I think the, the total over outcome message of it is, is that we can be forgiven and we need to forgive ourselves. We need to find that love within and learn to love ourselves. Um, I, you know, I went on a long journey from medical school to prison and mine was stemmed. It started for 
at 32 years old, a mother of two, I decided to snort my first line of cocaine. And um, it just changed my world. It changed everything. For the next 10 years, I was in a crack addiction, crack cocaine addiction. With that came domestic abuse. Everything you could imagine that comes with that, it does. Um, you know, I have, I have a book called What Goes Up, and there's a chapter that's Never Say Never, because we never know what we'll do until we're in that position ourselves. And, and so my chapter in this incredible book, this in, incredible book where women are inspiring each other with their with our own inspiring stories, is about um, domestic abuse. And it's actually written um, to my abuser. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it's entitled You Changed Me because in the beginning of the domestic abuse where I didn't even wasn't even sure what it was called. I just knew I was in a situation where I felt completely helpless. It happened slowly over time. The control that he took over my life happened so slow. I didn't really even recognize it until he broke my nose and it became very physical because it started out mental mentally first. They get control of us mentally first. So this control happened and he turned me into this voiceless woman that was shy, that was ashamed, that was scared to be seen in public because he would scold me out loud. And I just wanted to hide behind anything I could. I felt so timid and afraid all the time, just completely afraid. And through my journey, through all of it, and you know, landing in prison was the best thing that could happen for to me because many reasons. It got me off crack cocaine, but it also gave me the physical separation to get away from him. Um, and what I discovered is that I did have a voice and that I had lived through something horrific and that I could use that voice to help ease suffering for other women. And the anger that fueled me in the beginning gave me the power to to overcome. It gave me the power to see the unjust in the situation. And now I'm thankful because he changed me into this strong, just completely voice woman that, that can go out there and be a voice today for all those women that haven't found theirs yet or haven't found up the courage to step up and speak out just yet. Um, I can show them that it's um, that we can all overcome our worst to live our best. Misty, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, you are a phenomenal woman. You truly have become invincible. Thank you for stepping, um, stepping thank up so and, and sharing your stories. So much, um, Absolutely. so much love and so much appreciation for you. Thank you. Um, thank you. The next lady we'd like I'd like to um introduce to all of you is Dr. Christine. And um she's another one of the beautiful ladies. So please share your story with us. Hi, and, and first I want to say thank you for being part of this wonderful group. The more I hear the other ladies tell their stories, the more I relate and see the power and the strength in us women to truly rise. Yes, men have strength too, but we are truly invincible. So my story started as a successful physician in Germany. Sounds great. But my back gave out. I had to give up my profession. My ex-husband committed suicide. So I was in a bad state with two teenage sons and immigration papers to Canada. I was depressed myself. I lost my purpose in living, which was 
being a doctor, helping others, having all the answers. And I was in prison myself, like you just shared, Misty, but in a different kind of prison. This one is called the Lonely Benham Mental Hospital because I tried to kill myself being so depressed and lonely. And I share that in, in, in the book, and I recommend all of you uh, watching if you haven't gotten the book. It is just amazing. And uh, so I was in a mental hospital in a room literally with the mattress and the hole in the floor. I don't know if prison is worse than that. I'm not in, I haven't been in a real prison. It was bad enough. So after a while, I recovered. I got better. I couldn't be a doctor again. I struggled because I didn't have a purpose. I didn't find my voice. I was still feeling totally a failure, invincible, pretty much hopeless. But being the scientist and researcher I was, I started to realize there are other things I could do than just continuing taking medication, just continuing doing nothing, uh, sitting on the couch watching TV. And so I reconnected with my spirit, what I wanted to do, which always was helping others with their own struggles. So I thought, well, what can I do? Not being licensed as a doctor, being here in Canada, by the way, I live in Halifax, Canada another one of the Canadian ladies. And I thought, hmm, I don't have a license to practice here. I could go back to Germany. I don't want to because I found the love of my life here in Canada. So I'm here in Canada. What can I do? So I said, okay, let's try coaching. And like many people, well, coaching is easier said than done because to make money or at least sustain yourself with coaching you have to know the business of coaching. And I didn't. So I not I went bankrupt and went invisible again financially. So then I said to myself, that can't be the end. No more. And I made another choice to reinvent myself and connect with my story that I'm now telling everybody because I want to help people, women and men, to know that even if they struggle with their brain, which is called mental illness in our society, and given a label like depression, anxiety, even schizophrenia. My own is psychoaffective disorder, depressive type, and I also have an avoidant and dependent personality disorder. Hello, I'm avoiding the publicity, don't I? Okay. <laughs> I think those labels are not permanent. And that's what I'm trying to tell all people. It's not your fate to be a victim of some label, some other's perception of you. You can do it. I did it. All the ladies in the book did it. And so can you. Mm, Christy, that is just... It's such a beautiful thing that you're telling everyone. I mean, you're, you're, well, every story here just tugs at your heart, doesn't it? It just really tugs. And, you know, I, to add to what you're talking about, you know, parents really suffer with labels for children for disabilities as well. That's a real stipulation. And I think a lot of children don't get services that they need because of that stipulation. And people don't go to the doctor and get medication like they need because then they're going to be labeled anxiety or maybe bipolar or manic depressive or, you know, 
I mean, they can, it's just a really hard path, but the, in the end, you need the diagnosis in order to get the help that you need. And like you said, it doesn't have to stay there forever. So, you know, thank you for bringing that up because that's really, really important for people to understand. It doesn't have to stay with you forever. If you don't order food at the restaurant, they're not going to know what to give you, right? So it's a little bit the same. I like that, you know, and I think what's important about what you just said, Linda, um, Mary, is that if we don't respect ourselves enough to teach other people how to respect us, they never will. Because people will treat you badly because you literally, perhaps even unknowingly, are giving them permission to treat you badly. And so you need to take, you need to own your, your, you need to love yourself enough to tell people, I will not be treated badly. I will not accept this kind of bad treatment. Um, and that's okay to do. You know, we are all human beings with, with feelings and we all have a right to be loved and be uh, respected. And we need to own that uh, ability to do that. Um, Mary, I really would like to ask you next, but I'm going to ask Sally to go next first, if, if that's okay. No, yeah, go ahead. And yes, I'm your co-host on this show <laughs> that, that totally got skipped to talk about feeling invisible. So let's, let's go with Sally next. Hey everyone, I'm Sally Green and um, I am now known as the self-care rock star, but my chapter in the book is called The Power of Your Story. And I talk about my experience as a teenager um, in seventh grade and being bullied and um, all of the emotions and uh, depression that I went through during that time in holding it all in because I wouldn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody about what I was going through um, in school. And so um, for years, and even after, I don't th even think I told my husband until after we were married, um, my family never knew what I went through as um, in, in seventh and eighth grade, that, that group of years. And so how I took that experience then as an adult and when my daughter was that age, I began um, a Bible study for her and her friends in order to help and inspire them. So when they were going through the experiences that they would have someone to talk to, because that was something that I didn't have the benefit of doing. And so um, the first time I ever shared that story was to a group of seventh graders um, with, with my daughter there. And, I, and that was the first time I had even told her about it. And uh, the second time I shared that story publicly was in this book. So um, I'm excited to be part of this entire group of ladies and um, how inspiring this book is. And, and I encourage you to, um, to get it and read these stories because it's going, this whole thing is going to change lives. Wow, that is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you for sharing your story, um, Sally. And I love that you have also stepped up to change the narrative in your family and showing your daughter, um, you know, that um, self-love is important, putting yourself first is important. 
And I think, you know, the, the, the common thread that I've seen with all the ladies here is, um, is that you've, as Linda said, you know, in spite of the, we've gone ahead and shared our stories because we were scared. <laughs> and I think I want to give it a lot of credit to Linda um, for encouraging us to share our stories, um, not because of the absence of fear, but because we had the fear and to go ahead in spite of the fear. And I think that's powerful. You know, um, I, I have reason, I have every reason to believe that we will impact a lot of women out there um, because we all have fear for different reasons. But I think what we're doing is we're giving each other and other women permission to speak up because we're afraid <laughs> and not to allow that to hold us um, to hold us back. Mary, could you share um, your chapter in the book with us and your story? Sure. So um, mine is called sometimes we want it, something like I think it's sometimes we want to feel invisible. <laughs> and that's what I had a hard time with writing because I remembered so many times in my life that I wanted to be invisible. I come from, you know, parents divorcing young. I come from a, a parent abandoning. And so growing up with that, that feeling that you've got a parent in the world that doesn't care enough about you, love you, that wants, doesn't even want to be a part of your life. And how is a child supposed to feel about themselves? Because of course we know children blame, we, you know, kids tend to blame themselves when parents divorce when they're young and don't understand how to process. So, you know, there was bullying in school and there's another way that you, that was another time to feel invisible. There was an abusive boyfriend relationship in high school that was quite traumatic. Um, and then, you know, I had medical problems going into my twenties and I went from 115 pounds to 300 pounds in a couple of years and nobody could tell me what was going on. It, it's been a very long road back, but I will tell you that the emotion behind weight is protection. And I learned that in my recovery and my growth and my learning to understand what was happening with my body, what was happening for me mentally. You know, I um, never gave up, though. I never was going to let all of that take me down and just sit in my house. I mean, I, I'm a recovering agoraphobic, which means that, you know, you have fear of wide open spaces. You have fear of being enclosed in spaces. You have a fear of going back to the same place where you've had a panic attack. So all of those things I have overcome in this life. You know, it's funny when my daughter, my oldest daughter went to college, I was crying and crying and crying because I had one going to college, one going into high school and my baby going into kindergarten. I thought I'll never come out of my closet ever. I'm going to just cry and cry and cry. And what I realized was that it wasn't that my daughter was leaving me to go to college. I still tear up about this. It's what she needs to do in her life. She wasn't abandoning me, but it brought up so much from my childhood that was not healed. I had no idea. And when my father passed away two years ago, it brought up everything all over again. So it was like all these things I thought I had conquered, I had to go back and I had to nurture that young me and love that young me. And But all through all of this in my life, there's been that spark inside that has said, you're never going to give up because you can't, you don't have that choice to give up. And things that have happened even after having children, 
there's never been that time to just give up. I've just had to keep moving forward and moving forward and moving forward. And, and it's God who has, has led that light and that path and that way forward. And I know because I could conquer all of these things and truly feel invincible in my life. I, I just, I, I'm on go on the treadmill forward that I know there are other women who can too. And these women in this book have been through, some of us have similarities like we've talked about and we've had hardships and some have been the same and some of them have been completely different, but it doesn't mean that it's not important what each of us have gone through. So hopefully in this book, we can cover a majority of the planet with issues and letting people know they can overcome what they've gone through. Even just to have that spark inside you to keep you going is very, very invaluable. Mary, thank you so much for, for sharing that. And again, you know, I think um, almost all of us here can relate to, to how that feels. You know, none of us want to go back to those places that hurt us. And it's amazing, you know, it's incredible. I mean, I still think of myself the other day when we were all together and how I broke down. And, you know, I didn't, I really didn't expect to have all those weird feelings. And, you know, I didn't imagine myself choking up the way that I did and barely being able to get the words out of my mouth. It's crazy how, um, you know, it's really, it takes a lot of work to get through those feelings um, and recognizing what it is that triggers us, um, you know, and to learn to be okay with it. You know, we had a, a phenomenal lady on the, on the show. We've had so many phenomenal people on the Writer's Corner live show, but there was, yeah. you know, this one lady who, who's, you know, her story is that, her father shot and killed her mother, and two months later, Mary married the her father. I mean, her sister, her yeah, aunt, Mary the married sister. her aunt. Yeah, yeah, her mom's sister, and um, and and she was then responsible for having her father arrested and put into jail. And you know, and I thought if she could find a way to forgive, of telling of to forgive and to yeah. tell her story and be okay with it then I can too. Right. You know, and she's, 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 that is phenomenal. Yeah. And she does a, she does a one woman act in actually New York uh, off Broadway about the whole thing. It's sort of like a, um, it's, um, it's, it's like a tragedy that she does. So she takes her one woman show on the road and she's quite amazing. And she teaches people how to do the same thing with their lives. So she's pretty, it's Bri uh, Brenda Edelman, right? Yes. Yes. That's correct. Brenda yeah. She's Edelman. awesome. Yeah. She totally is awesome. Now, Linda, when when we started the show, you talked a little bit more about just the actual book and, you know, how we started the book. But I'd love for you to just share a little bit of your own journey because you have a special journey too, and that is what's led to you inspiring the rest of us. Yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, the, the book title came from my own story, you know, that story of feeling invisible for many, many years in my life. And I'm just going to share the first um, paragraph in my chapter. And there's a reason because these words, when you hear them, it gives an example as to some of the things I went through in my life in hopes that it will help you to change your life. And so my title is The Rising Sunshine 
My name is Linda Sunshine West. Sunshine is not my given name. It's the name that was given to me just in the last few years during a personal development journey. I wasn't always sunshine, you know, so it's because of the invisibility that I had for so many years, you know, that trusting the family that we grow up in, right? We're thrust into this family. And a lot of us grow up in an abusive environment. And these are the people we're supposed to trust. Well, the first chapter, the first paragraph in my chapter starts off, thank God the bastard is dead. Those are the first words my mom said when my dad took his last breath. The environment that I grew up in was so abusive. My mom was with my dad for 55 years. She didn't have the strength to leave. She didn't have that strength to leave. And it was interesting because I used to blame, I blamed him for being abusive, but I also blamed my mom for being submissive, right? I learned both different traits from both parents. I was talking to my life coach a couple of years ago and she said, you know, cause I was blaming my mom for staying. There were so many times we ran away. I remember running away when I was about five years old and like uh, the whole family, like we all ran away from dad and then he found us. And so we went back home and this was like a pattern, right? Run away, go back home, run away, go back home. And I was talking to my life coach and I was talking about how weak my mom was for staying with my dad. And she said, I want you to flip that. Look at how strong your mom was for staying with your dad. To stay in that kind of environment takes strength. To leave that kind of environment takes strength. But you get to decide which strength do you want to tap into? Do you want to tap into the strength where it's going on to have a tough life for a while that's going to turn around, maybe turn into a positive, more happy life. I myself repeated my mom's marriage for my first marriage. Two years later, I was with my first husband for two years. I had a four-week-old and a 14-month-old. I put one on my hip, one in a carrying case, a diaper bag over one shoulder, a purse over the other shoulder, and I literally walked out. I didn't have a car. I walked out and I said, I am not going to repeat my mom's life. We get decisions and Sherry put that in the private chat here. We get to decide it's choices that we make. Every, everything that you're doing today was a result of a choice you made yesterday, last year, 15 years ago. You get to decide in this moment right now, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Make a decision and change your life. We have so much power as human beings. We get to do this. Animals don't. They live on instinct. We don't. We live on choices, decisions, instinct. We have so many different, we're very fascinating creatures and we get to decide. So decide right now. If you're living in an environment that is causing you to feel, causing you to feel invisible, you decide, I want to be invincible. I no longer want to be invisible. I decide I'm going to change my life in this moment and take the steps to make that happen. You may be sitting there saying, but I don't have support, supportive people in my life. Go find them. There's over 7 billion people on this planet. Every lady in this book is here to support you, is here to guide you to that next chapter in your life. We all have gone through some challenges. Every single one of us on this planet has gone through challenges. But what are we going to do to make a decision to move forward and to move out of that, to move into this place of positivity? I used to think positivity was a bunch of BS. I didn't experience that in my life. I lived in a very volatile, 
abusive environment. I didn't know what positivity was until I met some positive people and started to hang out with them. And I said, this is a real thing. I can become that person too. So guess what? I decided and I made it that decision to change my life. You can do the same thing right now. Just reach out for help to somebody. Somebody is there to help you. So that's what I wanted to share. My mom lived that life, 55 years of misery. We we're standing with her at the hospital bed. And she said, thank God the bastard is dead. Her first words. Don't have those be your first words when your spouse passes, when your parents pass. Don't have those be your first words. Live your life right now, making changes. Step into that power that you are, that invincibility that you were born with. Step back into it and live that life that you truly want to live. I feel like I'm on Clubhouse, so I'll say this is Linda Sunshine and I'm done speaking. <laughs> yeah, you do sound like a Clubhouse. I'm like, her platform is getting bigger. Her, her, She's standing higher and higher and higher. And, you know, you just, uh, you're such an inspiration and you're leading the helm of a, well, we'll call it a boat, right? Of women who've all jumped on board. So an arc. There we go. <laughs> We're trying to save ourselves, right? There we go. The arc. I love it. I love yes. It. Yeah. I know we need to have Nancy on. Yes. Nancy, please share your story with us because you too have got an incredible story um, of how you have stepped into your power. And just before I do, you know, Linda, I totally agree with you 100%. I think we underestimate the power of the mind. You know, once we once we can make that, it's almost like flipping a switch. But once you can make that decision in your mind, you can truly become invincible. Nancy, the floor is yours. Thank you so much. I, I cannot underscore how incredible it is to be a part of um, this community of, of women. And um, so thank you, Linda. It, it's just, it's, it's a gift, a true gift. Um, I am Nancy Lockhart. I am the founder of Lockhart Marketing and I help women who are in business to help kind of unlock their, their heart. My, my motto is unlock the heart of your business. And through the things that I've experienced and what I've shared in the book, um, I am able to help other women to kind of understand what are blocking them and, and making their businesses successful. So it's a true honor. But I do want to talk a little bit about my chapter. Um, it's called A Would-Be Princess Finds Her Happily Ever After. And the thing that is really key is that my happily ever after wasn't the prince and riding off into the sunset. My happily ever after was understanding the power that I have within myself to to conquer those um, issues, fears, challenges that I have in my life and to be able to share that with my daughters. And then within this book with these powerful women, if you are out there and you are feeling low, I went through, I went through abuse, I went through depression. I know that life will continue to give me the opportunities to grow. But the important thing is that I have the ability and the knowledge and the experience and the 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 camaraderie and the and the support from other women to get through and grow and become better. So I think if if anyone is 
is feeling down or low or like no one could imagine them being in this situation themselves or if you were to share it get the book get the book and share it with people that you that you love share it with your daughter share it with your mom just just embrace it because it is a powerful powerful book and um i'm again i we just continue to build on with one another the um the joy and the hope and and just the the knowledge that we are powerful that we are so strong and that um we can get through anything and be better on the other side so thank you guys so much for just letting me hang with you because it's so cool i am having a blast and just every day reminded of the power that I have within myself and that the power that I have to share that with everybody. So thank you guys. Nancy, that's amazing. You two are a phenomenal woman. Um, you know, just what you've been able to overcome and, you know, the power that you've been able to give to your daughters, I think, is something phenomenal. You can't, I don't think a mother can give their daughter any bigger gift than to um, to change the status quo of, of where we come from. You know, um, not all of us, I, I get, you know, I get very teary when I think about uh, the changes that we've had to make. And none of it was easy. You know, it, it came with a lot of pain. And I don't think I don't think any of us are ever done with the inner work. It's a it's a process, you know. There's there's always something that's going to make us tear up when we think of that. But what I love about um what we've done or been able to accomplish together is that we've created a powerhouse and a model for other women. I know there are a lot of books out there where people write about their life, but this is an anthology. It's a collection of 28 phenomenal women who have stepped forward despite being scared to share something that was deeply personal and give other women permission to do the same. And I think there's so much power in that. Um, you know, I've been wanting to write part of my story and I haven't even scratched the surface in our book, but it was a start. It was a start for me to feel that if the rest of you could do that, I could do this too. <laughs> so I want to thank you for that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sherry, you've got the biggest smile on your face. What? Tell us, what is it that makes you so incredibly happy for being part of this journey that we've embarked on? I just, you know, what lights me up is when I see growth. And so that's, that's literally one of the most powerful things about being with this collection of authors is there is so much personal growth that has occurred and you can see it and you can actually even, I've actually seen it since we've been doing this a week. I've actually watched people 
bloom in front and during these interviews and open up and share with more confidence. And that's growth and, and literally seeing it before our eyes. And that is literally what makes this smile so big because I just am so filled up when I see it. And, and when somebody, especially a woman, stands in her power and is just herself, it's, it's just there's nothing better for the world, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and it's freeing, you know, to be able to finally tap into your story. It's your story. And, um, and being able to just share that and step into the, the, the power that it gives you. Um, you know, I don't know about you ladies, but you know, you may have wanted to cower back before because you may have felt ashamed but listening to each of your stories in each one of your stories there's something that that resonated with me um you know and i wanted to say wow <laughs> wow that is just the power of storytelling um you know sometimes we feel too ashamed because we think nope you know this is this has only happened to me but the more we share our stories the more we realize we are alike and that there are other women who can relate to us. And there's so much power in that. Wow. Ladies, I want to say thank you to you for sharing um, your stories with us and for joining us on the Writer's Corner live show. Can we do a quick round, Robin, just, you know, to sit to, is there a thought that you'd like to leave with our audience? Um, if there's anyone watching right now or watching this on the replay and they are feeling hesitant about stepping into their power what do you want to say to them nancy i'll, I'll let you go first let's just go around this awesome room. um i think the most important thing is to know that you are enough that you have every bit of potential to continue to grow and excel and exceed, and to also know that you are infinitely loved. Sally? I would say to change one small thing and step out of your comfort zone. Do something different, um, whether it's turning off the television and sitting down and reading a book instead of what you do at night or eat a, get up and eat a healthy breakfast. Do something different today that is going to catapult you in the future. Those small little steps taken over a period of time is going to change your life. That is amazing and so totally, totally powerful. Um, Kristen has just joined us. Kristen, I'm so glad that you could join us. We were, we were just, we were just about to say goodbye to everyone, but I'm glad that you joined us in the nick of time. Wow, well, it was meant to be. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Kristen, please tell us, what is it? What is your chapter? And just give us a very, very brief overview um, about your story, because we've, we've all kind of done a bit of a round robin, introduced ourselves and just sort of said you know what our chapter is about we want everybody to go and read the full stories not the full story so just give us a brief little sort of um idea of what your story is about sure 
Uh, well, it was a hard story to write because I've never really discussed it openly, but it was about growing up with a pedophile, which was my father. So uh, that was just one of the parts. The other part was I was held back in school uh, when I moved away from my father and my mom remarried at the age of 13 and I was held back and, and I was supposed to go into the ninth grade, but I had to repeat the eighth grade because I quote, wasn't smart enough. I had to take these tests because it was like a, it wasn't a private school, but back East compared to California, they're very into school and you have to have an entrance exam like really <laughs> like so i failed basically the entrance exam to go into the ninth grade so that was kind of a blow um but but you read my story and you know it it all ends well <laughs> I know that your story ends well because, you know, you have stepped into your power and you have become a phenomenal woman. You really, really, really have, you know. And, you know, it just speaks to the fact that you, you know, that's why I, that's why I called my chapter what I did. Um, you are not the sum of what other people think of you. Exactly. Because we, we so often take on those labels that other people give us um, throughout our life, you know, and it's been amazing. It's, it was an eye-opening uh, revelation to me to hear that there are other women who were also labeled stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? you know, I was an honor student in computer science in college. I mean... That and no women were even in college doing computer science in the 80s. So I'm really a pioneer white woman. There were a few people Asian just because I think they're taught that, but we're not taught that. So I was always out of my, I don't want to say I was always different, but my mind's different, obviously. <laughs> so I wasn't good at reading, like everyone thought I should be a teacher, but I, I'm dyslexic. I didn't know I was, because I, I just thought I was a bad reader. So basically, I just learned that you have to do what you're good at, even if it doesn't fit the mold. Um, and, that was hard back then because, you know, back then we definitely had to fit the mold and do what girls do. So, so I was kind of always the oddball out. I mean, there was no one, I, no girls I could study with in college. So it was just different. But, but I'm here to say that you can do whatever you want to do and what you're good at is what you should do. So, so that's my, my summary. <laughs> well, congratulations for stepping into your, into your power. Thank um, you. you know, and I, I think a lot of women will draw courage from the fact that you've shared your story. Um, you know, just 
listening to your, you know, reading about your story and listening to you. I um, I worked with somebody many years ago at the Chamber of Commerce that, you know, I looked up to and other people looked up to. And um, I just want to give a shout out to the, to, the, to the other people. I know there's a couple of people that watched us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, just Thank you so 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 much, and um, and Christopher Regal Justine, um, that's watching us over on Amazon. We appreciate you. Um, we accept your greetings. Thank you so so much for for joining us. And Kristen, you know, it was it was this was a man that that was looked up to by so many people. Um, in the business community, you know, I worked with him for a number of years. I think it was about five years we worked together, five, six years. And, um, you know, when I when I learned that he was a pedophile, it it just rocked me to my core. And I thought, you know, wow, sometimes you think you know people and you just do not know but what does you know what is what does a pedophile look like? What does an abuser look like? You know, well, they sometimes look like we normal people. <laughs> they look like normal people. You know, we we assume things. We assume that 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 you know it'll have a face, but it doesn't. What is what is the face of abuse? There is no face. You know, your abuser can be um, the most loved person out you know with his colleagues uh, with his family oh, behind closed doors of my father he graduated from stanford he was very charming very good looking like no that's that's what made it so hard because like no one would believe if you said anything especially back no one would believe anything so i didn't say anything ever and, uh, you know, in the end, you know, he gets kicked out of a yacht club because of his behavior. I mean, and a prestigious yacht club, the San Diego Yacht Club. So, I mean, but he never, he kind of got away with everything because I never took him to court. My brother never took him to court because he's this high powered guy. So you just feel defeated before you even start. So. But I try to not beat myself up for it because every now and then I think, well, you could have done this and you could have done that and you could have gotten them locked up. But I didn't want to relive and go through all that. <laughs> I just was like, I don't want to do all that. So, but so that's another problem because you feel like you should have or, you know, so. You know, I think we we try and take too much on our shoulders, um, especially when we're younger. You know, we, we take on we we seem to carry the burden um, of blame for for our families and people around us, and you know, people that hurt us. And we we put that we put that rucksack on our shoulders, mm -hmm. and we carry it with us through life. And um, I th who was it? Somebody that said earlier, you know, when she turned 50, she decided to, to change. And, and the same was for me. You know, I, I realized that 50 was a phenomenal time in my life where I needed to start unpacking that rucksack mm -hmm. and start being me. 
you know, not being so hard on myself and realizing that there's some things I cannot change and that's okay. But the things that are within my power, I'm going to change those. You know, it's time to be, it's time to step out. Um, you know, when your children are young, you sure. you you have your children's friends, parents as your friends, you eat foods that, you know, make your children happy. You know, you're the young wife and your husband loves rugby, so you watch rugby because he loves <laughs> rugby, you know. He wants to go and watch violent movies, so you go and watch violent movies with him because you love him. But you get to this point in your life where you think, you know, I don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't have to do that anymore. I can now choose my friends, people that really make me happy. I can start eating the foods that make I enjoy. I can start watching the movies. I don't, you know, I can watch a movie all by myself, and that's okay. And I can have a box of tissues and have a good old cry or a good old laugh. And that's great. Start yeah. doing things that really make you happy. And I think that's yeah. just a wonderful place to be in. Yes. Our golden years, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I just want to say thank you so much to each of you ladies oh, Lolita, you. a huge shout out to you thank you for watching um before i shut before we end the show just uh, uh, dolores do you have any final words well you know i was staying composed until i got to this one final thought and i then then i started i started crying i'm like where's the tissue um, you know, in my journey, books were so important to me. I read a lot and I journaled a lot and it, it really did hit me so strongly just right now is that um, when you're healing and you're hurting so deeply inside, sometimes it is just such a private struggle and to be able to read kind of an independent book um, where you can take it one paragraph at a time. Um, I just think of how many books I, I will not get rid of my books because they were part of my journey of healing. And I, I did not have that intention when I wrote this story, but it really did hit me. So <laughs> I'm not apologizing for my tears. I'm just sharing them is that it was, it, May it may it provide a source of hope for other women who are feeling so invisible and hopeless now that just pick up this story. We're regular women. We've been through some trenches and we're standing here uh, wanting to take your hand and, and pull you with us to join our collective. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, I have never felt um, so empowered. There's, there's no other way to put it. I have never felt so empowered and encouraged and lifted by the fact that you ladies have been so open about sharing your your journeys. You know, the other day when we were talking and I teared up so much, my heart was beating in my chest and it was aching it was painful um 
revisiting the things in my past that um, that that has hurt that has hurt me. Um, but I I feel I mean none of us have even met each other. We all live so far apart. But you know when I when I sat there and and we were talking and I felt so broken. I have never felt so embraced at the same time. You know, just watching all of you on the screen and just giving me that moment to feel what I was feeling was amazing. Um, because, you know, we all need to feel validated. And that's how, when, when I sat there and I was breaking down and you guys just gave me that moment, I felt validated. And that was an amazing feeling. I just want to read a comment from Toadstool here on, um, on Amazon Live. And um, the comment is, invisible no more, changed my understanding of social dynamics. Totally recommend this book. And it's Oprah Book Club guaranteed. I, when I saw that comment, I was just blown away. I wanted, I wanted to say to everybody who joined us today, who watched this show to support us, to be here um, with us. Thank you. Thank you for every single comment. Um, and if you're going to be watching the show on the replay, um, we appreciate you. Before we say goodbye to everyone, is there anyone who wants to have a final word? I don't want to just say goodbye before. I would love to, Brigetti, if you don't mind. Um, I know that when you're watching something like this and you're or you're reading the book, you may be all the way back in the complete total invisibility spot. You may be somewhere in between. You may be coming out of it. Somebody's story resonates with you in this book. I will guarantee that. Um, our contact information is with our chapters. You can reach out to us. That's like our hand out to you to give you the hand up. So it's an invitation. I just want to make that clear. You know, we we have developed a real sisterhood within our community of the authors, but we are that type of person. That's why we're in this book to begin with. And I just want to remind everybody, um, no matter where you are today in your journey, whether you're feeling completely invisible or you're like, I'm invincible. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you just love yourself completely how you are because you are an unrepeatable miracle. Your story matters. Wherever you are today is the perfect place for you to be today. We can go anywhere with you. We'll support you. We will help you on that journey from invisible to invincible. We've all been there. We are all in community and we just invite you to be part of our love fest. <laughs> Mary, I just want to echo what you're saying and you know also say to anyone watching there, you matter, your story matters, you know. A lot of my narrative was that I didn't matter, that I should shut up. That you know, who did I think I was? Who, you know, you know, those words echoed through my 
life. Who do you think you are? Um, you know, and, and those words are meant to shut you down. But, you know, I've, I've realized that I matter. I'm, I matter. If I don't matter to anyone else, I matter to my beautiful sons. Yes. Um, you know, I am of everything else in my life. I am incredibly blessed and incredibly proud of the fact that I have two grown men um, over whom I have had some say in who they are today. That to me means more than anything else of what I could have accomplished. Um, that is what makes me the proudest and, and the happiest. You know, nothing beyond that really, really matters. And the fact that I have their love is enough. It makes me feel that I am enough to have their love. Yeah. Nancy, I can see you dying to say something. Hi. I'm just relating because um, because I feel the same way about my, with my daughters too, that it's it's been such a, a joy to be able to share this and then to have them um, just, you know, when they say they're proud of me, that is just invaluable. It's, it, it's such a, it's such a joy. I, I know I'm, I'm on the right path. So I, I can't thank, thank everybody enough um, just for allowing this path and, and being able to ripple effect with everybody, the, um, the importance of our own self-worth and our own value. So, yeah, I relate. <laughs> And I want to say, I want to echo everyone too. And uh, one thing that helped me a lot, I went to a lot of years of therapy, like decades. <laughs> and uh, my, my therapist said, Kristen, just because you were born, you are worthy. That took me a long time to soak in and get that one sentence. So I'm here to say to everyone out there, just cause you are born, you are worthy. That's it. It's that simple, but it's hard to get that. <laughs> so hopefully that helps someone out there. Cause uh, you know, especially during this time, we need a lot of hope, a lot of inspiration, and uh, we can do this. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you, if no one, if no one else out there um, wants to love you, you need to be okay with that. But if you can get to the place where you love yourself, that is what matters the most. And, you know, just to give yourself permission, it's okay to love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you will be forever stuck. And, you know, it's that self-care. It's, 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 it's like, the, you know, it's like the pilot having to put the mask on himself first to mm -hmm. fly the plane. And so we need to love ourselves first in order 
to love the people around us and to share that love and to spread that love. And so it's not, it's not selfish to love yourself. And I want to just also give a shout out to Vinay because, you know, a lot of people always say, you know, Linda did mention in the beginning, this particular book is, is um, only has female authors in the book. But it's not that it was meant to be anti-men. I don't think that was ever the intention because there are a lot of men out there who support women. Not all men out there are monsters or are bad. There are a lot of phenomenal men out there. And um, Vinay, thank you for joining us. And all the other guys, you know, all the other men who have um, made comments. Vinay, congratulations on your son starting his YouTube channel. Um, you know, great shout out to him. Nancy, you wanted to say something. I'm just agreeing and loving everything. So it's just filling me with joy. So <laughs> that's the smile you see on my face. <laughs> Ladies, um, you are all phenomenal. Sally, did you want to have a final word before we say goodbye to everyone? I, I, I'm just in love with this whole self-care thing because it was something that eluded me for many, many years where I was taking care of everybody else and neglecting myself. And um, during COVID, I learned how to take care of me and how important self-care was. And so I want to just encourage everyone out there to, uh, to take care of themselves first and then only give to everyone else from the overflow. But keep your cup filled and overflowing. Phenomenal. Sally, thank you so much. And there was just a comment there from Vinay asking about, you know, the next big booking for men. We've actually, you know, released two books in tandem in the last two weeks. And the other one is called Fearless Entrepreneurs. And that book um, has got both male and female authors in it. And if anybody is watching this uh, broadcast right now live or on the replay and you're wanting to be part of one of these books, um, Linda has got a whole bunch of these books lined up. Um, so reach out to the, to Linda, leave a comment um, below, and Linda will pick that up. If you want to be a part of one of the collaboration books, there's a ton of collaboration books that she's got planned. She's on a massive roll. <laughs> Um, so if you want to be a part of one of these collaboration books, just leave a comment and we'll reach out to you and you can absolutely become a part of one of the uh, collaboration books. So I think just in closing, a huge big shout out to, um, to Linda of the Women Action Takers group for the inspiration that she has given us. Um, you know, she's got a powerful story herself. I also just want to give a huge shout out to my co-host on the Writers Corner show, Mary Elizabeth um, Jackson. Mary's also got a phen phenomenal um, story. You know, she still does phenomenal work. Um, and uh, she's just an amazing woman, as are each of you. So I'm going to just say, you know, thank you very, very, very much. Kristen, I am so glad that you joined us, that you were able to join us and to share your story. And I hope that you just feel all our hugs and love because I know that your story was also very, very difficult um, to tell. But we love that you uh, 
um, that you found the strength to to share your story, um, and you are a powerhouse of the of a woman. You really, really are. I admire I admire who you are, and I admire what you do. But more for who you are than anything oh, else. Thank you. And actually, doing this is really a gift for me because I don't have to hide and feel ashamed. Like it's out there now. Before it was like, oh my God, if anyone knows, they're not gonna like me <laughs> or, or think different. Like, so, so there it is and I just have to roll with it. And so it's really, you know, a gift to do it. So if anyone out there is hiding, you gotta just kind of get out there. As hard as it is, Kristen. You know, I think I think I told the story just before you joined us about Brenda Adelman. You know, her father shot and killed her mother, and two months later married um, her aunt. You know, and and that impacted me. Um, you know, and and she never thought that there was anyone else in the world who could relate to her story either. Storytelling is so powerful. You know, I think we just need to lift that veil of shame and um, and step into step into the power of our own story. Ladies, thank you so much. You're phenomenal. Love you all. Thank you, everyone who joined us today and everyone who's watching this on the replay. Thank you. Go and have a look at the book. It's called Invisible Forevermore. Now I can't even remember the name of the book. I'm, so, I'm just feeling so emotional. Um, go and get the book. It's Invisible No More invisible forevermore and it's a collection of women who have told their stories not because they um don't have fear they have the fear but they write their stories in spite of their fear and so we're saying to you if that's you out there watching this and you are living in fear we're saying to you you can speak out because you're afraid We've just done that and we wish you well. Love to everyone out there. Take care, everyone. Stay well and stay safe. Until next time, you are watching the Writer's Corner live show and goodbye. <laughs>